Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique podcast. I'm your host, Emily Benson, corporate merchant turned boutique owner turned consultant. I want you to start, grow, and scale your boutique business right here with me. If you're ready to master your mindset, margins, and marketing, you're in the right place. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Booster Boutique Podcast. How the heck have we made it to season six? I can't believe I have this much to say, but Andrea is here with me and she knows how much I have to say. So, hey, Andrea. Hey, Emily. Um, So Andrea and I have been chatting. If you haven't met Andrea yet, um, she is, I don't know, she's like my right-hand gal. She kind of like runs my biz for me and has like really taken on a major role in my business since I left for maternity leave, which I didn't really go anywhere, but I just kind of stopped working for a couple months. Uh, And so we have been talking about new things we want to do with the podcast. And you guys, our number one episode last year was the one with Andrea and I talking about website mistakes, which crazy, kind of crazy. Kind of almost like 10,000 downloads now. Yeah. And in like two months, like I know. Time. it's really crazy. It, it shot off like wildfire. So our thought is like, maybe you guys like hearing us in conversation. And so we're going to kind of dip into like what we talk about behind the scenes that we see going on. And we're going to publish it as podcast episodes and see what you guys think. Yeah. You guys just get to hear us just chat and banter and be ourselves. You get a little inside peek behind the brains of Andrea and Emily, which may be a little terrifying. <laughs> well, I don't, know. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it could be, but here's the thing. We both listen to a lot of podcasts and we enjoy the ones that are like more casual. And I think like my podcast has always been pretty casual, but I also think like it can be a little more fun. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but We'll see. I mean, here's the thing. I think you guys, we want to like really just break down some walls and bring you into like kind of what we're doing, what we're talking about. Um, We're calling these like boutique besties slash boutique B I T C H S um, (laughs) for all the. We're gonna have to mark this as as explicit. Explicit. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. We might. We might. But you know, I think like here's the thing. We never want to be mean, right? Like Andrea and I are not mean girls. But like, there's a lot of opportunity for constructive criticism in boutique land, and there's a lot of things that, honestly, we just see people doing that's like taking so much work, like you guys are doing way more work than you need to. And don't worry, Andrea's dog Finn is the cutest dog and he loves to chit chat. So you're going to hear him in the background. Here I am trying to like throw things at him <laughs> to, get him to be quiet. He no, is it's the, okay. Is the cutest. We'll like, we'll have to drop a picture of him somewhere so you guys can see how delicious he is. Oh my God. He's the cutest little Shih Tzu. And if you were on a call, if you were on the boutique basics, bootcamp first call this year you heard little newborn sounds from my babe because she was strapped to my chest while I was doing that call sleeping but you know that's real life born I've got a grumbly little dog that likes to bark at everything that walks by (laughs) children dogs people pushing carts you know all the things totally well and that's you know that's real life we know that you guys are listening to this podcast like 
while you're doing car line pickup, while you're, you know, doing dishes, while you're, you know, packaging orders. So like, FYI, we have pretty normal real lives too. I was just telling Andrea how I, I felt like I had a major mom moment this morning where I like actually bathed Adeline like in the morning and then like put her back to sleep for a nap. And then I like did my own thing for, it was like 45 minutes, but it was really good. Cause she was like in her bassinet. I was not holding her while she was like sleeping. So that's a, that's a big 45 minute win for me. So I feel like you deserve a round of applause for that. That's a huge mom win for sure. Right. That's a huge well, step. It is. And you know what? Like I love her sleeping on me. I like, it's my favorite thing in the world. And I'm also like seeing where it's getting to be problematic at certain points where I'm like, oh, there are some things that are like going to the wayside because I have her on top of me. But I will say when she's sleeping on top of me, I am like on Facebook and on emails and it's actually been kind of fun to like multitask. Yeah. See, working mom, doing it all, entrepreneur and <laughs> newborn mama, absolutely killing it. I know. Do it all. Totally. Well, and we just came off a month, like we're recording this early February. We just came off a month where we launched bootcamp, blueprint, mastermind all at once. And we had a blast doing it. I lost my voice for two weeks. It's finally starting to come back. So I thought, I think it was like a joke because we launched and then my voice literally just dipped out. Yep. That was mercury retrograde with the communication issues for sure. Which it's yeah. done today, right? Today's the last day or is it done Yes. Today? No, I think it's done today or yes. done. It's like definitely done tomorrow. Sweet. Okay. Um, it's, yeah, I've been kicking my butt this month. This um, big time, big time. I feel like it's hilarious that I just lost my voice when it was like, I'm going to do so many videos and podcasts and I'm going to like show up so much. And then my voice was gone, whatever. We onboarded two new employees, which is super exciting. We have two new people on Team Emily. Yes, yes. Thank you for mentioning that. We do have two new awesome employees that we interviewed right at the end of my maternity leave. Yep. We love They're them. Amazing. I, yeah, and you know what? I think we realized over maternity leave, we just needed more help as we came back. Like, it was nice because last year being pregnant, I kind of let the business cruise. Like I just showed up for you guys on podcasts and YouTube. No lies. Didn't do Not YouTube. <laughs> I did like three and then I was just throwing up a lot. Um, but I showed up for my one-on-ones and my groups and, you know, it was just like, it was hard to do that outside marketing. And I was really relating to so many of you who feel like, oh my gosh, like there's just so much to do in my business. I can't really work on the business. And so this year we've decided to kind of flip that where, it's a 50, 50 where like, I don't have to work as much on my business because we hire help and I can work much more with clients and be doing some more marketing stuff. So yes. I'm excited. Do you want to talk about who we hired, who they're going to yeah. see and hear more from? Yes. So we hire two fabulous new ladies and you guys will see them. Um, you'll probably see Stacy a little more than Malia uh, visibly. You'll probably hear more from Malia if you email in, but Stacy is going to be our group moderator in the group in our private Facebook group, Boutique Training Academy group on Facebook. So you may see her tag you in things or comment on things. Stacy Thomas, she is an absolute gem of a human being. We love her already and it's only been like her. a month. We just instantly connected and then we found out she has a Shih Tzu too. And then we're like, okay, we knew we were, we were meant to be people. 
So she is phenomenal. So you guys will definitely see a little bit more of her. Um, she has a background in instructional design too, which is going to be fantastic. So you may see some changes in the courses coming up, which we're really excited about to have a little more help there. And then we have Malia, who is going to be our, um, our email whiz and our social media whiz. She's really going to help me kind of on the more on the back end. She'll also be in our inbox responding to your client services emails. So if you email hello at boutiquetrainingacademy.com, most likely you're going to be hearing back from her. Again, she's absolutely phenomenal, jumped right in with both feet, willing to help out wherever we needed. And I'm just so excited to have two phenomenal women that were just so excited to be a part of this team and to learn. And I think what I really liked too is really neither of them had background in the boutique industry. So they're two sets of fresh eyes yes. and they're so willing to learn and so willing to just like suck it all in and let it sink all in. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy um, having Malia and Stacy uh, supporting you just like you yeah had us supporting you over the past couple of years. So we're pumped. We're so excited. We're so excited. And I think we should talk a little bit about like how we hire, you know, like, so for me, I've hired people on and off for the past five years. Um, and we've gotten to the point now where really with Andrea, she has moved into a position where like, she kind of runs things for me. So this is a good thing to think about. If you are a creative person and if you are someone who is more, of the face of your business, you're really out there and doing a lot. It's really important to know that you also can't do the behind the scenes. So the way our business we've kind of eased into having it work is I'm the person who's out front, who's coming up with ideas, who's writing, who's like, oh my gosh, this is what we need to talk about right now. And then I kind of filter that down to Andrea and Andrea looks at two things. She looks at where strategically, like, does this fit in? Is it appropriate for the timing that I want to do it? Because sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, let's do this now. And it's not the right time. And then she also looks at the impact that it's going to have on our business across the board. So like, where do we need to spend more time focused on a certain group of people or a certain social media channel? Like, where are we going to break that up and, and how are we going to actually execute it? And then what was important was that we could move people to work with Andrea and she could kind of dole out who's doing what and manage that. And then Melissa, who you guys have known forever, Melissa slash Melissa, her real name is Melissa, but she lets us call her Melissa for whatever reason. God um, bless her. <laughs> God bless her. She's amazing. We, she's going to, you'll still see her at events. So she's helping me work on retreats and she's fully invested in that. So you won't see her as much out in, in the public space, but when you come to retreat or retreat, you will see her cause she is going to run that crap like a boss. And so, so we've just shifted people around. No one's like really gone away. It's just been, for me, it's been very important to move people to where they're going to be best. And for Melissa, like, she's like, I want to do events. I want to be there supporting you for three days straight. And, and before and after, frankly, because there's a lot of prep that goes into mm -hmm. planning the retreat. And then for Andrea, moving her into more of a strategic role of like, okay, I can kind of use her as my second command, my like right hand person. And she's going to, yes, like keep me in check when I want to do wild things, but also she's going to take my ideas and actually make them happen. That for you guys, again, as creative people in your business, if you are kind of that visionary, that influencer role, 
And you really need someone like Andrea who can come in and sort of sift and sort through the little pieces and parts. Because what, what we were finding was uh, in some senses, things weren't getting fully flushed through, or there were these little pieces and parts that I was like, oh, we should have done that. Or Andrea would be like, oh, like we should have done that. And so now we have a system where she's kind of in charge, but I'm still out in front. And, and what honestly it does is it takes a lot off my plate having to delegate. And it's just like, here, Andrea, here's my ideas. And then I can go off and do the creative piece of it and, and do the writing and do the photos and do the, all that stuff. I can focus on that because that's big picture stuff. And then Andrea can help delegate with now our team of two more people to like actually execute. Would you say that's kind of like how we thought it out and how it's actually working pretty well so far? I mean, it's been a month, so yeah. we'll see, but... Yeah, that's exactly it. It's It kind of allows me to sit with you and look at those kind of big picture ideas and also help you come up with ideas too, because I yes. feel like over the last six months to a year, and again, things the last year have been a little bit different because you were growing a human. And that was your, that was a main priority too, is you were yeah. taking care of your health. You were growing a baby. The business was kind of a little bit on cruise control. You were showing, still showing up for your clients, still showing up for your courses, but kind of all of the let's move this business forward. We were kind of just on cruise control, just kind of keeping everything as is, keeping everything in maintenance. Yeah. And kind of what I was feeling was we had all these big goals for the business, but I kind of felt stuck because I knew if I came up with an idea, there was nobody kind of behind me to, for me to delegate it to that would kind of step in and be like, yeah, I could do this. Yeah, I could do that. You know? So I think now having two people who are specifically designed to, and have those skills, instructional design, social media, both of them have marketing backgrounds. So they can kind of be like, yep, I'm good to do that. I know I can delegate to them. Kind of has freed up my space to come up with these ideas, come up with these kind of modes of delivering information to you guys without knowing that I'm then going to have to be the one to execute everything. And that frees me up. It is. It is a lot. lot. Like, let's be real. I mean, like, honestly, like, and you guys feel this too in your businesses, like it's a lot to create all the graphics and take all the pictures and Mm -hmm. write all the copy and then schedule it. And like, it is a lot to do. And it's, it also, I think for you and I, we have times where we're like, so brain dead and we're just not creative. And so to have someone else who's maybe not as brain dead as us in that moment is kind of nice. It is. It really is. And just maybe they may just spark something where you're like, Ooh, I may not like that idea, but that's going to put this other idea into my head that leads me onto something else. So it's again, having two more brains who again, don't have a boutique background, but have backgrounds with working with other clients who do other things. Um, it's just a whole other perspective too. And they have, they've already brought us some fantastic ideas and we've had them for a month. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, honestly, sky's the limit. I'm so totally, totally. And I think we should talk about, so I want to talk about how I found them. So, um, cause I think like so many of you guys need some kind of, like we would call this like a virtual assistant position. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's important because I think a lot of you guys need VAs and you're scared. You don't know where to find them. You're like, they're so expensive. Um, and what I will tell you is there is an amazing woman. Her name is Abby Ashley. And I've like, followed her for a long time, but she basically trains virtual assistants in what she calls the savvy system. And I'm like, not an affiliate. I don't like, I don't think Abby Ashley knows who I am. Like 
you know, uh, but I just always sort of admired her and her business. And she's always, you know, she's in my newsfeed here and there. And I really like her savvy system because she's basically teaching people how to be virtual assistants and then like how to niche down and, and use what you have in terms of experience to get clients. And the cool part about her savvy system is that everyone's trained the same way and you can actually see it in how we, um, so the process with her is I went to her website because I said, gosh, she's training all these VAs. She must hook people up with VAs. And of course she does on her website. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, it's the, I believe it's called the virtual savvy. Uh, you can go to her website and basically put in like an application or put in a, like submit a form. Yeah. Like a help wanted form. And you say like, here's what I'm looking for. Here's, you know, how many hours I need. Here's very specific stuff that I want. And then she takes that, or I'm sure her team does. Cause she's like, powerhouse lady. Um, she takes that and she puts it in her Facebook group of like 10 or 20,000. It's like a lot of virtual assistants and they all are totally different. And then we must've gotten 40 applications from people. And like, it was, I was freaking out because I submitted it like four weeks before my due date. Cause I was like, we need to just get on the ball. And then of course I have the baby like a week later. So all these people are like, Hey, is everything okay? And Andrea had to email back and be like, we're sorry, Emily had a baby. (laughs) Whoops. Um, But I was overwhelmed at the responses in a good way. Like, wow, I can't believe all these people are coming to me. It just made it so much easier. Um, And then I, I don't know about you, Andrea. I was really impressed with the fact that some people had like designed email templates or designed like a social media graphic that they thought was good. Like some people had really done their research. Yes. I, there was so many really, we had, I mean, I had a hard time narrowing it down to, I think we wound up narrowing it down to like five or six that we wanted to reach out to, to actually like go through an interview process with, but even that was hard, you know, because we really had to like, look, okay, let's look at the graphics that they're creating. Let's look at what their background is. Let's look at their overall vibe, you know, because I think for me, for me and for you, we both are big kind of energy people, and I wanted to make sure that it was going to be a good fit with our personalities, with the team, with the overall kind of how we do things here. And yeah, I mean, it, I was really impressed by the level of detail a lot of these women put into these applications. It was very impressive. Totally. So yeah, so like Andrea said, we narrowed it down to, I want to say like five people that we reached out to mm-hmm. for interviews. We ended up actually interviewing three people. Same day, we just like booked them kind of almost back to back, got on Zoom with them. And honestly, most of the virtual assistants had like, hey, schedule a call with me and I'll introduce myself. It wasn't even us like having to figure out our calendar. We went on their calendars, which Mm -hmm. made it actually way easier. Um, And then two of the people we were like obsessed with and one person just like wasn't a good fit. And and to be honest with you, I, and I, I wonder if this is part of the savvy system, but every single person was like, yeah, like if I'm not a good fit for you, no worries. Like there was like no pressure. It was really interesting. Did you mm-hmm. find that, that like everyone kind of had a similar format, I would say for the yes. call? I think they did. I think they all talked like they were getting the job, but they also were very realistic that if they weren't a good fit, it wasn't like there weren't any hard feelings too. Totally. Yeah. So there was the, the confidence was there. Yep. But there was also the like complete understanding that 
if, if this isn't a good fit, if we don't vibe, that's fine. But I think the people that we did interview, I think it was very apparent right off the bat that like, it was a good fit, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what, here's what I'll say too. If it hadn't been that way, we had a bunch of other emails we could have gone through and gone back into the pool and like gotten on with more people. So, I mean, I just, I'm a little bit like have a girl crush on this Abby Ashley woman who has developed such a cool, not only a cool business to help women become virtual assistants and give them this really like solid template, but also just she's turning out really great people, you know, like really great women are showing up for her program. So yeah, so we hire people. And what I will also say is I really enjoyed, you know, from a business owner perspective, I really love the fact that all of the people had different price points. So like everyone was like kind of similar ish in price points, you know, anywhere between 20 and $50 an hour, I would say somewhere between that. Um, but there were different like packages. So if you only needed someone 10 hours a month, you know, that's like a pretty small package and didn't feel like it was going to, you know, break my, that's like why I hired two people. Cause I was like, well, okay, I can hire this person. Like, it seems like this person's going to be, need this amount of hours. This person's going to need this amount of hours. And it felt really good to me. It didn't feel like it was going to overwhelm me from a financial perspective either. So that's kind of why, you know, we've landed on this topic. So let's talk about what we see people needing assistance for, because Andrea also does help a lot of our, a lot of my clients, she ends up helping with website design or social media, stuff like that. But she also has like other clients she's gotten through magic and just being amazing. So I see virtual assistants big time as like sending out invoices, customer service, following up with clients, um, social media. What do you see hiring virtual assistants for, for boutiques? That's pretty much what I do for boutiques is a lot of the times it's, I would say the majority of it's social media because yeah, I mean, I just did that whole brand guide, social media guidebook for the courses for right. year and mastermind. And I mean, that's the stuff that I feel like a can be really time consuming, yeah. especially if you don't like to do it. And there are people who love to do social media. So that's yeah. a great thing to hire out for. A lot of people don't like dealing with the customer service emails. They don't nope. like dealing with the response. It just like, it gets them all agitated. That's the um, first thing I got off my plate because it triggered me so much getting people's feedback. Even if it was like a nice email, like sometimes it would just hit me at the wrong time. Or you know what? I get a lot of emails that are just like, help, I need this, save my business. And I'm like, I I want to, but I just don't have time and I can't. And like, those would trigger me. And then I'd be on a spiral like all day. So that's the first thing I hired out because I knew it was a trigger. Yeah. So social media, client service emails, those are the two, I feel like those are two biggies. And honestly, I mean, that could probably get done. I mean, client service emails, if you really want to keep up a good reputation of having good client service, really somebody should be in that inbox probably twice a day, 30 minutes each time. So probably an hour a day. Yeah. during the week, so Monday through Friday. So that's what, five, five hours. Yeah. Maybe? If that, I mean, um, yeah. Depending on how big your business is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Depending on how big your business is. And then social media could probably be a little bit more time consuming, but I mean, that could be a 20, 30 20 hours hour a week. month. Yeah. yeah. A month, a week. 
I mean, social media to me takes up a lot more time. If they're doing the whole rigmarole, if they're going, if they're helping you with photography, if they're creating the content, if they're doing everything for you top to bottom. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Yeah. It's but they can job. also do it in one, in one fell swoop. Like right. with, with Leaf, typically what I do is I'll go and spend a couple hours with her at her boutique, shoot some stuff with her, film some videos, plan out kind of what we want to tackle for the month. And then the rest of the time I'm working from home, creating stuff, you know, through Canva or whatever, but it is, it, it is time consuming. Social media is a lot. It is. And it's kind of time consuming upfront until you get people onboarded, which again, that whole, that whole brand guide that I did. Yeah. Wait, so let's talk about that. So Andrea, actually, I feel like I've always sort of had brand standards just for myself and for like, we've kind of here are the fonts we use, here are the colors we use. We're not like super picky about like the teals that we use, but like we're always kind of using teal, which we call Benson blue because it's the color <laughs> of my parents' entire house. Okay. Um, I'm even wearing Benson blue as we film this. Uh, but curtains. my curtains are, yeah, you're right. It's a little aggressive. <laughs> Actually, my mom came over to take care of Adeline the other day and she was wearing teal. And then she put Adeline in teal and then they were sitting with a teal blanket. And I was like, this is aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> and my house is not teal, like really very much at all. It's colorful, but it's not teal. Um, anyway, so Andrea created this really cool brand guide because as we were onboarding Malia and Stacey, we realized like Malia went to create graphics and they were good graphics. They just didn't look like our graphics. And we were like, shoot, like, Unfortunately, because Andrea and I work together so much and we like have these conversations, we now need to communicate it to people who don't spend hours with us a week. So in Boutique Basics Bootcamp, we have a pretty basic brand, how to develop your brand and start it out. So that's part of that course already. And then what we did for this brand guide is Andrea filmed like basically how to communicate that brand guide and like get it really, really, really solid for six figure blueprint and mastermind, um, clients. So if you're in one of those courses, look for that inside your Kajabi, but it's, it shows the brand guide that she created and it is a whole video of like her talking through it. Um, so because it is different, it is different when you're doing it on your own and then it's different when you have to communicate it to someone else, but, um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I enjoy doing it and it made, so much sense. Again, like when you're onboarding people, I'm so incredibly grateful to have these two amazing women. It is a lot of work to bring on new employees. And as excited as I was to have them, I was like, oh crap, there is so much that they need. And there is so much falling through the cracks and we need a better system. So this has kind of been, and if Malia and Stacey are listening to this, I'm sorry, you guys are my experiment, but (laughs) you know, this is us learning how to properly onboard people. And, um, and hopefully as this business grows, we'll be able to onboard more people and hire, you know, more people for more things, but um, they're really going to be our guinea pigs to find where the gaps are. Because again, we've kind of just been doing things the way that we know how, you know, Melissa and I no, Well, and it's like, Greg tells the story of, um, you know, at things at Thanksgiving or something, why Easter, why someone cut the ends off the ham, you know, it's like, you know, the daughter of the daughter of the daughter, 
like every year they cut off the ends of the ham. And then someone was like, why do you cut off the ends of the ham? And someone was like, well, cause my mom did it. And that's like, oh, cause my mom did it. And then the, the grandmother's like, oh, I didn't have a big enough pan. So I always just cut off the ends of the ham because it fit in the pan that I had, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's how we've been running the business. It's just like, I was running it kind of by myself with an assistant. Then I kind of went on my honeymoon and hired Melissa and then Melissa onboarded and she was just like, okay, let's record everything that you do because like you just have all this stuff in your brain. So we started to record everything we did. Then you came on board and we started to refine everything that I did and, and switch things around. And now we're at another point. It's, it's really, I think it just speaks to the fact that you're always kind of renovating your business or refresh. It's almost like a house. It's like, there are certain parts of your house that are just like, you've got to take the wallpaper down or you've got to you know, change the color of that room. And that's where we got to the point where it was like, oh man, now that we're at this juncture, we kind of have to revamp again and just redo a lot of our systems, which is exhausting for you. But like you said, it sets us up to grow, which is, which is what we're trying to do. Yeah. It's also super exciting. And I mean, this goes for boutiques too as your business grows and as it's changed, it's completely okay to not stay in the same place you were six months ago. You may have to make some changes. You may have to start doing things a little bit differently if it doesn't fit your business anymore. Yes. Well, and what we're finding, I mean, even for me, for one-on-ones and mastermind clients, I'm taking on even less because like I have a baby and I want to be with her. And so where, you know, before I had the baby, I had a lot of clients, like probably too many. Now I'm like, okay, some people don't want to re-sign up. That's okay. Like, good. Like it's almost good for me too, because I, I need a little more time to hang out with her. And, and frankly, like, I like, you know, I like when things change. Like, I like that too. You know, I think in different seasons of your life, things are going to change, whether it's having a baby, getting a house, you know, growing your business, intentionally downsizing your business. Like you can do whatever you want. And I think we get so stuck in like, we have to always be growing. We have to always be growing. And I struggled with that a lot last year because I really wanted to grow. And I was so sick my entire pregnancy. I just physically couldn't, like there was no, I mean, I was like doing calls with you guys from bed sometimes because I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think it goes to understanding when it's time to grow, when it's time to maintain, kind of just let things be and maintain, yeah, and maintain. just kind of hit that cruise control button and just kind of, and just kind of be, because then you give yourself the space yep. to relax a little bit, Yep. you know, still, you still have your business. You're still in good shape. You're still making money. Yep. You're still good. Yep. But you give yourself that space to kind of hit pause take a nice deep breath. And when you give yourself that space, and this is kind of what happened to me last month, all of a sudden I had this renewed excitement about the business. I had this, all these new ideas coming. I was excited about launching things again. And, you know, not that I ever wasn't loving working for you or working for the business. It just got to be overwhelming because I was like, I have all these ideas, but I have no way of putting them out. I don't, I physically don't have the space in my life or in my schedule to do what I want to do with her business. And now I have that. So it's, again, it's just taking a step back. Sometimes you're just in your business so much that you can't step back and work on your business. So it's finding that balance. 
hundred percent. Well, and honestly, I mean, I was, I would literally wasn't in my business from November 9th. When was she, she was born November 9th. I went into the hospital November 8th in the morning and I was like, they won't let me leave guys. I was supposed to work for, I had such a busy week that week. Remember such you, a busy week. Oh you were out the week before and then you surgery. were like, yep. yep. And then you were like, I'm back on Monday. And I was like, 8 30. I was like, you guys, they won't let me leave the hospital. Oh my God. And it was an emergency. They just were monitoring her and she was looking funky. And, um, I was like, wow, I have a whole, I kept saying to the nurses, I was like, I didn't bring my computer because I need a charger. Uh, I was supposed to work. And they're like, you can't work, like stop. And I was like, so frustrated because I was like, this was the week I was going to get so much done. And, you know, the universe has other plans. And of course I was like, so happy, you know, like things change really quickly. But at first I was like, oh my God, like Andrea just came back from being off now here I am like and so you and Melissa like whipped together like figuring out how to deal with like moving people around and letting people know I was supposed to record the rest of my audiobook that week and the next week but I will say me leaving put a lot on you put a lot on Melissa probably a little bit more on you just because I kind of gave you the business I was like you're in charge oh and Melissa's there to back you up and we made it work. Like, I'm so proud of you. And I'm so happy to have someone like you. And I think for anyone out there that wants to take a break, who needs to take a break, who's going to have a baby, we planned this. We, it, we planned this for months. We knew this was coming, obviously. <laughs> and we were really intentional about making sure that I took time off and that we passed the business over. And then as I started to come back, it was very clear where we needed help and, and where, where also like I was the bottleneck potentially. And then like where Andrea was getting bottlenecked because like there were issues. Right. And then we, we also went through, you and I had a meeting. We went through like all the podcast episodes, what was really working, um, you know, all of our social media, what were the posts that were really working? Like we kind of also took a step back and like analyze what happened last year and like, where could we get more bandwidth? Where could we, you know, what, what should we talk about? Like the reason we have this podcast is because we went back and we looked at like, what were our best episodes? And now we know, and like everyone should be doing that. If you're in one of my courses right now, we're doing these monthly sales review calls. You should be looking at your sales every single month. You should be looking at your social media every single month, what's working, what's not and maximizing what's working. And so Hence why we're doing this podcast. (laughs) So, you know, I do think, you know, whether it's at the new year, which it happened to coincide, I think kind of with the holidays in January, that was really helpful, but you can do this at any point. I also think summer is a great time to reassess because it kind of slows down July, like 4th of July time, like take a deep breath, slow down. Where do you want to go for the next six months? You can take your year in three to six month increments and take deep breaths in between seasons and reanalyze where you want to be and see where do I need help? What do I want to drop doing? Like, you know, I think that's the other thing is at one point I was like, we should be on TikTok. And you were like, I just deleted TikTok. Stop it. Like, like chill out. You're barely back. You want to start a TikTok? What the hell? I did. I deleted TikTok. I think like Christmas Eve and I had been TikTok free. I did sober. What? dry January, did dry okay. January and I did TikTok for each. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm definitely not going back to TikTok, which TikTok is all fun and games, but it was sucking up so much of my time. 
I know it's so fun to watch. It, it is really so fun does. to watch, but it was taking up way too much of my time. And I found that it was making me really anxious because for some reason I got on like COVID TikTok and uh, it all, my entire feed was all like COVID, 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 COVID. So pretty much my Christmas was ruined by uh, anxiety about COVID, which I've never had anxiety about COVID before, which is why I decided to leave TikTok. So gentle reminder, guys, remove the things from your life that are causing you anxiety, even if it's something as simple as TikTok and be aware enough to realize that that is the issue. Because I just was like, what is, why am I like this? Why am I feeling like this? Oh, what am I consuming? What am I spending several hours a day scrolling on? TikTok. What's on TikTok? COVID content. Why am I having so much anxiety about COVID? TikTok. Gone. Done. And I started feeling better about it, but it did kind of ruin my holidays. I'm not going to lie. I was so on edge. I was so on edge about it. And then I wound up getting COVID anyway. (laughs) After we all got COVID. Did we all just get COVID? We all just got COVID. It's you know, it is what it is. Um, I have to just laugh at it now because I'm just like, yeah, let's not go there. I know. Um, Years, but I know. I know. Well, let's let's wrap up this episode. We're gonna we're gonna keep recording more of these boutique besties episodes because you know what? Here's the thing. Like I said. We want to let you in on number one, what's going on in our business and what we see and like things that can help you in your business. The way we talked about hiring a VA and delegating and stuff like that on this episode. Um, and, and we want to talk about things that we see boutique owners do that annoy the crap out of us slash we feel like, why are you doing that? Like, stop doing that. You know, right. Like Andrea just said, TikTok taking up all your time. So, um, hopefully this episode helped you. I love having conversations with Andrea because we, Obviously, our friends, cousins, and we should call it like boutique cousins. Boutique cousins. Yeah, it's kind of lame though. <laughs> um, but also, just like letting you into our conversations um, because, yes, it's all business at a certain point, but it's fun in business too. So, yeah, we have so much fun together. We really do. It should be fun to run a business. This is what I talk about like all the freaking times. Like, it should be fun. If it's not fun, if you're doing something wrong, you yep. know, and let's figure out what you're doing wrong. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks guys. We'll talk to you next week on the Booster Boutique Podcast. We'll talk to you in two weeks on the Booster Boutique Podcast. <laughs> Andrea's right. In two weeks. <laughs> Here's making lots of friends and making lots of money. Bye. Bye guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Boost Your Boutique Podcast. If you wouldn't mind taking a second to go ahead and scroll down if you're on the Apple podcast or Spotify and leaving us a quick rating and review, we would really appreciate it. It helps more amazing boutique CEOs just like you find this podcast and this incredible free resource. Thanks again for listening and we will see you in a few weeks.